Mentally Unstuck is a weekly podcast hosted by me, Jojo, created to help successful people who feel stuck move forward to pursue a path of feeling whole and excited. Let's get moving. Welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here for part two of Host in a Hot Seat. Last week, we had so much fun, and thank you for all of your great feedback. I think it's pretty great to have Trish Brule with us again, and I'm already trying to think of ideas to have her join again in the future and ask all the great questions that you have not had the answers to. So hang tight and enjoy. I love you. Um, I really, can you talk a little bit more about how you got to that point where you came in that day and said, okay, I'm done. I will say as much as I can because I still work for the organization, but basically when I went through the transition of coming back to the classroom and, you know, some people not being very excited about it, then I, I had a really crazy schedule. So I'm a high school teacher. There are six periods in the day and sometimes they can put your schedule together in a way that is really difficult. And so I went through a year of that. It wasn't like I came back and was like, oh no, I'm not doing that. I went through a year of that. And then when I came back the first day of the next year, I had been promised that things were going to be better and they weren't. Mm. And it had been such a battle the year before that I just couldn't. And I did not even know if I was going to go back at all. And I'm thankful that I did. Now I have this wonderful dance program going for the babies. So that is amazing. Now, most school districts don't have this dance program. Is that correct? Correct. I, I know where I am. We do not have these in the school at all. And so maybe because you do have a broad range of listeners all over the place, can you talk a little bit about the program? Sure. Thank this you. This is your you ask, baby. Right? <laughs> you ask great questions and you're right. It is my baby. So I am in a city that values the arts. So that's really wonderful that we even have arts programs in our schools is such a blessing. And um, I have a career technical education credential, which means we help students build job skills. So it's not just, I wanna be a dancer or I wanna learn how to use the computer. It's like computer science to learn how to get a job. We do resumes. So it's, it's more than just putting together routines. It's, there are a wide variety of jobs related to dance. Maybe uh, many of my students don't want to be professional dancers, but maybe you want to be a physical therapist. So my program is dance and movement applications. Maybe you want to be a yoga instructor. And then we're trying to make a pathway where the students can get those certifications or some college credit while they're in high school. So it's building, mine's still new, you know, it's still new and a lot of huge ideas that the students go along with. And my administration is so great and they go along with, um, and it's really exciting 
And my older son was a part of that. He was a part of getting it started. So it's, it's more than a baby to me. My first group just graduated last year and it was emotional. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That thank you for sharing. That is so much bigger than I even realized, you know, when people say dance program, right? Like you have really broadened it into like this amazing foundational program that kids can take with them in all aspects of their lives. That's like amazing. Amazing. Every time I talk to you, Jojo, I just have to say, I'm so inspired and impressed by you every time, every time. You're making me blush inside. (laughs) (laughs) It's just something I think that I wanted. I wanted to be able to learn and take advantage of those things. And I want that opportunity to be available to students like me. Like we didn't have a lot, you know, we had, as you know, like happy childhood and, you know, we're close And we all did the best that we could, but I love that, you know, we all try to give kids a little bit more than what we had. And some people don't even know they love to dance. My son didn't know he was going to love to dance. He was spending time with me and he took the class again and again and turned into the leader of the program. So amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm a little curious, just an aside, but how many boys are in the class? Not very many right now, which is really crushing because I have two boys and they both dance. But I think a lot of that, we just talked about it in class last week, um, is for some reason, you know, socially here, it's just not promoted for the boys, even though I told them I know a professional ballet dancer. And then when you look a little higher into the dance world. A lot of the choreographers are male dance companies run by males. So we're working on that. Um, and we have a club right now where I heard the kids run the club. A lot of football players have signed up. So hopefully, you know, we change that and we just bring that community and that social aspect into the program. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, can we talk about being stuck? Sure. (laughs) So uh, successfully unstuck. So uh, incredibly successful, right? It really, and, and stuck. How do we get there? For me, like I didn't sit around, like I wasn't depressed, like, huh, my life is so you know, I knew I was doing great work and great things. And one thing I mentioned in the podcast is that it was just easy. It wasn't my thing that I needed to put my creative effort into, even though I was working, if that makes sense. I have always loved to sing and I'm going to get back to that later. Um, dance is, and I'm still like learning, right. Getting to know myself, but it's what I give other people. Like I want people to dance because it feels good. I want them to feel good. Like I feel good 
before that I was teaching English. I was a good English teacher. I connect well with people, but it still wasn't my meeting my challenges creatively, challenging myself creatively. (laughs) So, but I didn't know that until I went through therapy yoga certification was like going through therapy, like really looking inward. Hmm. And the more inward I started looking, the more dancing I was doing. Interesting. Whether it was teaching or choreography. And I love that. I love the creativity and choreography or performing. Um, A few years ago, my, one of the boys and I, we were in the same dance concert, not the same dance, but with the same dance um, school And the more I got into that, the better it felt. It was like, oh, there's more. Mm. So it was this balance of there's more and coming back to myself. I'm a dancer. I'm a performer. I'm a singer. I'm all those things. And if I'm not functioning in that, then I'm stuck. And it's scary. I mean, it was probably a lot of fear too. Yeah. Yeah. You also talk about stability a lot right? You're a single mom, <laughs> right? Yes. yes. It, stability can, you know, like, how did that impact being stuck? Yeah. And it came, so this thing with stability came when I was a teenager, like my parents went through a divorce. So even though we were all in the same city, I've had both of my parents around, but if you are alone in your home and you have to take care of the meals and the laundry and all, you are a single parent, whether you're the mom or the dad. So I think that this fear of not having enough and seeking stability came from when I was a teenager. I mean, I worked when I was a teenager, like my boys don't have to work if they don't want to, you know, while they're going to school, but it was like, I want some things like I'm going to get a job. So when it came to the point where I could keep dancing or take my first teaching job, I felt guilty for considering choosing myself and to be free, even though I was taking care of myself. It wasn't like I needed this job so I could take care of my parents. It was just, who am I to get to choose what seemed like fun. Ah, that's interesting. So there's a layer of stability, but there's also a layer of um, responsibility or, you know, definitely (laughs) love and enjoying something um, carries less, what, weight or... Um, adulting or you could be my counselor, Trish. Um, I think that for a long time, I didn't look at dance as a job. Um, even though I know people, obviously I went to college for it. I know people earn money doing dance, but I didn't feel like I was being giving. So teaching is so noble, right? I, that's another reason why I did that. And now when I hear people like the dance parties or taking yoga, when they're sharing with me 
or about their kids dancing with me and what it does for them. I'm like, oh, I'm still giving. Like I am a giver, whether it's through the arts or, you know, I'm teaching somebody how to write or so. I don't know if that made sense, but that, that absolutely, absolutely makes sense. Right. Absolutely makes sense. And also you're also doing it in your dance program now, like giving all of your students the chance to see it not only as something that they love, but that's a viable financial alternative. There, there's a full circle there that really is pretty amazing. It's coming. Um, I feel like it's <laughs> coming. It's coming. And now you are helping us all get unstuck. Yes. And that honestly is something that I've always done or tried to do for people. I mean, that's who I am in my friend group, like a problem solver, or if I see creativity in someone, it's like, you could really do this. You know, have you ever thought of making that a business or go take a class? We have a friend, um, shout out to Corinne. She's going to love hearing this, but we have four, four girlfriends. We're just having dinner one day and She's like, I really wanted to be a teacher. It was like, go back to school then. Two of us are teachers. And she did. And she finished college. That's awesome. Awesome. I love people and I want people to be happy, you know, and that's not like a materialistic thing. Like I want people's heart to be full. And I want people to know that they can. And a lot of people, like, I didn't know I could do all this, you know, and it's fine. Here's where I am right now. But that's a big part of why I'm trying to do, why I'm doing it. it, Well, you clearly have a very big and generous heart. And it's fascinating because you're a real go-getter. Right? Like a real, I want to be unstuck because of you. Right? I really, I really do. I'm stuck and I'm just absorbing it all and I'm going, yes. Right? Like it, it just, your podcast resonates. So, you know, so thank you. And so um, I'm hoping you're going to do something even broader with it besides these podcasts. What? I'm actually working with a group of women now to go through a course with me. It's called the great eight, but it's working with people to help them get unstuck and get to that first step. So it is for busy people like us. It's we meet 30 minutes a week on zoom. I have a Facebook group for them and we talk through some of the things that I shared about me on the podcast, but I have people look at themselves in each of those steps. And by the end of the four weeks, I want them to know the next step. Do you need help? Do you need to sign up for a class? Do you need therapy? Sometimes 
We need therapy just to deal with the past stuff so we can move forward. And that's not always the answer. Someone doesn't always want to start a business. Some of us want to just be better where we're at. So that could be a promotion. What do I have to do to get better skills in my career? What do I, I have my administrative credential. I wanted to go into administration in education. So I went and took a class, you know, so some people don't know how to access resources and I want to help people do that. So we are going through the course now. I'm not sure when I will offer it again. It will be before the end of the year because what a great way to jump into the new year. I don't like waiting for the new year's resolutions. I like getting a little jump on it. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned and I will be sharing about how you can sign up for the great eight. We go through two steps a week and our first, you'll hear testimonials soon. Our first session together, everyone was like, oh my gosh, I want my friends to do this. So I'm super excited that it's coming. Oh, I'm very excited. I'm also very excited that it's four weeks and it's 30 minutes. It is doable, right? It feels like something that, you know, it, when we're stuck and successful, in quotations, right? We don't have any time. We have right. moved all just like, you know, everybody's controlling. There's so many controlling influences, right? So that is, that's amazing. That is so exciting. And that is one of the ways you took a leap of faith. Yes. This is my biggest leap of faith, <laughs> but I want to help as many people as I can. So I really need to broaden how I do that. And, you know, Zoom is one of the things that came out of the pandemic, right? We know how to use it. Um, Like you said, 30 minutes is a big deal. And then I'm still supporting, we're supporting each other through the Facebook group. So it's not like crickets for the whole week, but I do want a busy person who maybe has kids or a demanding job to, to sign up and see what there is to move towards next. So I had to make it something that I would do. Right. And you already know what my schedule is like, Trish, because you know me a little bit better. And if I hear more than 30 minutes, I have to take a long, long thought about if I can squeeze it in. Jojo, thanks for describing the course. It is so exciting and what a benefit to have the Facebook group where you get to just stay together and really work through it. Um, There was one thing though that I wanted to really address too and come back to um, with your uh, podcast was when you discussed the high average. I mean, that just resonated with me, right? That we just, it's a way that we're stuck. We're stuck in, oh, everything is great. Everything is successful, but uh, we're not thriving. And I think one thing, and I'm just realizing when you're, when you're describing it is that high average is yielding good results. That's why you keep doing it. You function in it. 
and you feel successful, you are successful because you're doing good work, but it doesn't mean that you're doing all the work or that you're, you know, busting through the ceiling or for me, being creative is really important, whether it's building a program, right? There's different ways to be creative, which I'm going to talk about, or maybe I did already in a different episode, but yeah. So we get stuck in high average because we're getting the pats on the back. We're getting the accolades. So it really takes some soul searching to realize, oh, but I still want to do more. So I had years of that because it was a few years teaching, a few years running an amazing program that like, I always wanted to do community work. I thought I was going to do that at night after my work day to be able to do that as part of my job was phenomenal, but it wasn't dance. Right. Not what the little girl said she wanted to do. So that was not my excellence. It's what came to me. And I was willing to do that great work, whatever those things are for anyone. So moving past high average into excellence where yes, it's scary. Yes. It's a little bit harder, but it's even more rewarding. And that it's rewarding because it's rewarding to you. It's what you accomplished, what you set out to do, not what someone else gave you and said was good. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It absolutely resonates with me and I love it. I love it. It's something that I've been thinking a lot about since I had the opportunity to hear that. You know, I have so many more questions for you, but I know our time is short. And so that probably was the last one I get to ask right now. Well, will you come back, Trish, and put me in the hot seat again sometime? Maybe you could even read some questions from some of the listeners. What do you think about that? I would love it. Absolutely love it. Invite me back anytime, Jojo. And thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you so much. So if you want to help supply some questions to put the host in the hot seat, then email your question about a past podcast episode to info at jojosdance.com. And let's see if your question gets answered. Thank you so much for being with us and have a wonderful day. See you next time. I hope you enjoyed these last two episodes with Trish. The power doesn't stop here. I've got some other goodies to share with you before the year is out. We're going to finish strong, starting with a workshop on November 13th. Remember in the trailer when I told you that I know you have a book or a business inside of you? You don't have to put it off till next year. Monetize Your Desires is a 90-minute workshop that will help you get those money-making ideas out of your brain and into the world. I'll be sharing more information on Instagram, or you can join the Successfully Unstuck Facebook group. The workshop is just $17 for an hour and a half of digging in with zero fluff. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Successfully Unstuck. This episode is brought to you by JoJo's Dance, 
where you can have the relaxation or the party brought right to your living room. We're virtual. Follow us on Instagram at jojos.dance, J-O-J-O-S dot D-A-N-C-E, where you can become part of our community.